your Locked on the New York Rangers, your daily podcast on the New York Rangers. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, Blue Shirts fans, to episode number 420 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I'm your host, John Chick. Today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts that your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. That song you're hearing right now is, of course, Leave the Lights On from our good friends in Pacifier. You can check those guys out anywhere you get your music. And today, it's basically going to be the Henrik Lundqvist show. We are celebrating the career of an absolute legend. It is Friday morning as I'm recording this as one of our three episodes for the upcoming week. And, you know, doing this podcast, something that you get into the habit of doing pretty quickly, is every day within just a couple of minutes from getting up, you check your phone, you go on Twitter, you go on social media, you see if anybody's talking about any big news having anything to do with the Rangers. And, of course, this is a big one. You see that Henrik Lundqvist is indeed going to be hiring up, uh, hanging up the skates, excuse me. And, you know, the initial reaction for me when I saw that news, I smiled. And I know that there have been times on here where I've been talking about, oh, man, how cool would it be if Henrik Lundqvist were to come back to the Rangers for one more season? Or how cool would it be if he signed on with a team like the Colorado Avalanche or the Tampa Bay Lightning or, you know, maybe uh, the Carolina Hurricanes? They've had this kind of uh, revolving door at their goalie position this offseason. Maybe there could have been room for him, room for him there. Uh, but... When I saw this news, I was just really happy. I was really happy for Henrik Lundqvist. It sounds like he's really at peace with his decision. Uh, It definitely reads that way when you read the uh, statement that he released on his Twitter, and I'll read that for you guys in just a second. But, you know, again, it it was fun to dream about the potential storybook ending of him lifting a Stanley Cup somewhere, but facts are facts. You know, he is going to be 40 years old in March, and he is coming off of having open-heart surgery. Uh, It would have been an amazing tale to see him come back. But it's good to see that uh, he really seems to be at peace with this decision and he's ready for the next chapter of his life. And I'll go ahead and read the statement that he made on Twitter. This is, uh, he, he posted all of this text along with a picture of himself, I believe, playing for Team Sweden. And he's celebrating for Team Sweden here. And I, I would imagine it might be when he won the gold medal with them. But either way, this is the message that Henrik Lundqvist had for all the Ranger fans. All of you guys listening to this right now, this is what he had to say. It's time For the last 30 years, I've devoted my life to the game of hockey, and now it's time to walk away from the game I love and begin a new chapter. The future excites me. I've met so many amazing people over the years that will help to guide and inspire me in my new journey. There are many things I love about this game, from the excitement I felt as an 8-year-old at my first practice to the 15 years of butterflies I had every time I took the ice in the greatest city in the world. I'm extremely grateful for what hockey has brought me and taught me in my life. These lessons will never leave me. Thank you to all the coaches and players that helped me throughout my career. Thank you to Swedish hockey. From growing up and playing in Sweden to ultimately representing my country on the world stage, these are some of my proudest moments. Thank you, New York Rangers and New York City. I'm a born Swede, but I'll always feel like a New Yorker thanks to you. Thank you, NHL. This league was everything I dreamed of and more. Lastly, thank you to the game of hockey and its fans. You gave my life purpose, and I have loved every single minute of it. Thank you all. 
And it's great stuff, you know, just a really classy statement from a guy who was a class act all the way. Uh, Lundqvist also, well, you know what, I'll get to uh, his press conference that he held in Sweden in just a second here. But first, I want to also read you guys a statement from the New York Rangers regarding the uh, retirement of Henrik Lundqvist. This is what the Rangers had to say. It is with mixed emotions that the New York Rangers offer our best wishes and heartfelt gratitude to Henrik Lundqvist on the announcement of his retirement. Henrik's commitment to excellence made him one of the best goaltenders to ever play the game of hockey, and we are so fortunate to have witnessed his greatness firsthand for 15 years. As we congratulate Henrik on an extraordinary career and a lasting legacy of success, charity, and character— we are honored to announce that we will retire his number and raise his jersey to the Raptors at an upcoming game this season. Henrik is and always will be a Ranger. And so great statement by the Rangers there. And I'm really looking forward to that ceremony. I'm sure a lot of uh, Henrik Lundqvist's past teammates will be back in the building for that. And, you know, hopefully, you know, COVID is out of the way by then and there won't be any restrictions whatsoever. And the Rangers can kind of give him the proper send-off that he really deserves. We didn't really get that the last time around, of course, the Rangers, look, they had to do what they had to do, and they bought him out of the last year of his contract. And, of course, he signed the one-year deal with the Capitals this past season, didn't end up playing for them due to having open-heart surgery. But it is kind of bittersweet. It's a bittersweet day for everybody. I, I think, you know, Henrik Lundqvist seems to be in good spirits. I think Ranger fans should definitely feel good about that. And something that I have kind of mixed feelings about is the fact that he played his whole career as a New York Ranger. On one hand, it's awesome. It's so cool because it's so rare in professional sports to see a great player spend his entire career with just one franchise. It does happen, but it's fairly rare. And the reason it's a little bit bittersweet, though, is because he fully intended to continue his career last season. He didn't get the opportunity to do that. And as far as this year and his decision to hang it up, uh, I don't know for sure. I, I don't think anyone knows yet other than Henrik Lundqvist and probably those close to him whether this was 100% his decision or whether this was, you know, doctors maybe saying that, listen, this probably is not a good idea. So it's now Saturday, and I'm going to add this little part here, this little portion of the episode to talk about something that we now know, and that is that Henrik Lundqvist was actually pretty close to coming back to the Capitals this past season. In fact, he said that he was just three days away from rejoining the Capitals. He suffered a setback. He had pericarditis. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. I'm no doctor or anything like that, but it sounds like it basically halted his comeback plans and that he actually was pretty close to rejoining the Capitals this past season. And it sounds like it's a situation now where uh, he is pretty much being forced to retire because uh, his heart literally told him no. It's just a situation where uh, he's not going to be able to play the game of hockey anymore. So that is certainly sad. But again, we wish all the uh, best to Henrik Lundqvist in his retirement and everything else that comes his way in life. And now uh, back to the originally recorded episode here. He held a press conference at Scandinavium Arena in Gothenburg, Sweden, uh, to basically just announce his retirement, thank a bunch of people, and um, yeah, just, just say his piece, you know, officially announcing his retirement from the game of hockey. And I'm not going to read the whole thing because I've already read a couple of statements here, and it's a, you know, fairly long press conference. It was translated into English, uh, but this was kind of unique. He actually thanked the media, and you don't see a whole lot of professional athletes do that. Uh, not Lundqvist, but there are athletes out there that have a bit of a contentious relationship with the media, and so uh, the media doesn't really get into their uh, their retirement speech or their Hall of Fame speech or anything else, but he thanked the media, and this is what he had to say to them. When you're in this line of work, it's a bit like we're telling a story together, and the reason we're here today is that I'm starting a new chapter of my story. And then he also went on to obviously thank his family and friends, and this is what he had to say to all of the fans. He thanked the fans. He said, 
Last but not least, I want to thank all of the fans. I've felt an enormous amount of support, both here in Sweden, whether it was for the national team or in Froland and in New York. It has given me so much joy to feel that support. I will be eternally grateful to you. Whether I run into someone in the streets or if it's loud cheering from the stands, I will really miss that and that intense feeling you get on the ice and compete. And then uh, again, just to kind of highlight part of his uh, retirement speech here, uh, this is how he had to close it out. He said, hockey has given me so much, both as a player, but above all as a person, and there's a lot of things I will carry with me. And I hope that when I turn the page and start a new chapter in life, that I will find these things. I'm thinking about joy, to be inspired, to be challenged, something I really like and will look for in this new chapter. I do have some future plans, but we'll talk about that some other time. Once again, thank you all for being here. Thanks to everyone who helped me along the way. It's been amazing. I'm incredibly grateful and happy. And so in just a second, what we're going to do is try to basically sum up Henrik Lundqvist's entire career in just a 30-minute podcast episode, which feels next to an impossible task, but we are going to do our absolute best here. It really is tough. It's hard to know. It's tough anytime anybody retires, but when you're talking about a legend like Henrik Lundqvist and putting this episode together, you know, I really want to do right by him. I really want to, uh, you know, kind of paint the full picture for who he was as a player and who he was as an individual, and we're going to do our absolute best to tackle that very difficult task in just a second here. Today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless and seemingly intimidating questioning, like, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX, and have to wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse just happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership? RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, so like I just said, we'll go ahead and try to take on this impossible task of summing up Henrik Lundqvist's entire 15-year career with the Rangers here. And, you know, we're not going to go season by season. I'm not going to give you his stats for every single season that went by, but we'll kind of go through the different phases of his career. And we'll take it from the top here. To begin with, I think most people listening to this are probably aware, but some people might not be. Henrik Lundqvist was a seventh round afterthought. He was taken by the Rangers all the way back in 2000, and there were 21 goalies drafted ahead of him. 21. And in fact, a while back, I don't remember exactly when we did this, but we did a whole episode where we compared Lundqvist to all the goalies that were selected ahead of him in that year's draft. And, uh, Fair game to say he has all of them beat by a long shot. We're not going to go through all 21 of them today, but uh, you can go find that episode and check that out if you want to hear my thoughts on that. He was also drafted four rounds behind his twin brother, Joel, and Joel was all right, but like <laughs> clearly the Stars took the wrong Lundqvist there. But you know what? Henrik Lundqvist, he persevered. He finally gets an opportunity, and he takes the bull by the horns, and he ran with it. And in fact, he ran with it for 15 years. In his first year with the Rangers when he was on the NHL roster, 
He unseated Kevin Weeks as the starter, and like we said, took the starting job, never really looked back, and it's funny because when Henrik Lundqvist was first bursting onto the scene for the Rangers, uh, I was in college, and I was away from the New York market and couldn't really watch the Rangers games back then, which was kind of a bummer. I mean, the streaming services weren't really there yet, and there weren't really ways to watch out-of-market games, uh, especially not legally. And so, you know, I was kind of at the mercy of the NHL schedule. Every now and then you'd get, you know, a Ranger game on NBC, or, you know, if they got into the playoffs, they did end up making the playoffs that year, so I got to watch some of those games. But you were kind of just at the mercy of the NHL schedule. But I was hearing about Henrik Lundqvist, and who is this guy, man? You know, this guy's going out there and standing on his head every single night. Uh, he takes the, the job away from Kevin Weeks, and the Rangers are just going to roll with him, and, you you know, kind of ride the hot hand. And, you know, the season ends. Obviously, it didn't go their way in the playoffs that year. They got swept by the the Devils in the first round. But the season ends, and it's like, man, like, did we just find a serious diamond in the rough here with this Henrik Lundqvist guy that I've never even heard of, uh, you know, a couple months prior to this? Or is this kid kind of playing over his head right now, and eventually he's going to come back down to earth? Well, 15 years later, and I think at this point, we know that Henrik Lundqvist was not overachieving during that first year with the Rangers. And then, you know, you keep going and you get into year two and year three of the Lundqvist era. And he's just as good, if not better. And it's just like you're scratching your head and you're watching the TV and this guy's standing on his head and making all these saves. And it's just like, who is this guy? Where did he come from? Did we just find our next franchise goalie for, you know, the next decade plus? And indeed we did. And here's a stat that I really like. His first 11 years in the NHL, Henrik Lundqvist never had a goals against average of worse than 2.48. And the way goalies kind of come and go these days, or not really, they don't really come and go, but I feel like that elite tier of goalies is always changing. It's always evolving. It's always fluctuating. You know, somebody who's a top three goalie in hockey right now, two years from now, this guy won't be a top 20 goalie. We, we see that a lot. We see a lot of overturn at the goalie position. So for Henrik Lundqvist, or really any goalie, to sustain that kind of excellence for as long as he did, it's really remarkable. And again, it's really tough to just kind of sum up his whole career in just such a short podcast episode, but I did want to talk about uh, some of my favorite Henrik Lundqvist memories. I'm sure you share some of these as well if you're a Ranger fan, which if you're listening to this, I can only assume you most likely are, although we might have a couple of out-of-market listeners today, given that, you know, this massive bombshell that Henrik Lundqvist is retiring uh, just recently dropped. I realize it's not really that surprising, but still, it's very noteworthy. You got a Hall of Fame goalie uh, hanging up the skates. But yeah, I mean, it's, as far as his most, most clutch performances, I want to do a couple of regular season games, and then we'll get into the really fun stuff in the playoffs. Uh, the regular season game that always comes to mind for me is the Winter Classic against the Flyers. That game happened in Citizens Bank Ballpark where the Phillies play. The Rangers fell down 2 to nothing in that game, but Henrik Lundqvist, man, he was on his game, stopped 34 or 36 shots, allowed the Rangers to come back. The Rangers uh, pose a 3-2 victory in Philly, and... The highlight of that game, not just for Lundqvist, but just of the game itself, the Rangers are up 3-2, and they take a delay of game penalty for covering the puck in the crease. It wasn't Lundqvist. One of the defensemen covered it. It was either, uh, it's either McDonough or Girardi, but one of them got called for covering the puck in the crease, and so that obviously results in a penalty shot for the Flyers. The Flyers select. They can, they can choose anybody on the ice, and they go with Daniel Briere. And Briere goes in. And Lundqvist just stones him, just didn't move, didn't flinch. That's something he was remarkably good at as well, whether it was a penalty shot or, you know, a shootout or just somebody going in on a breakaway. He was just masterful at giving them nothing and not over committing. He always made the skater make the first move, and he was just ridiculous when it came to breakaways and penalty shots and, uh, you know, shootouts, rounds of the shootout. And 
here, you know, I can remember I was watching this game with my whole family. You know, mo- both my parents are big Ranger fans. My sister's a big Ranger fan. And we were all at my parents' house. And we're watching this game. And, you know, Lundquist makes a save. And, you know, we're all really into it. We're all really exciting. We're all cheering. And my dad, <laughs> my dad is going, let him go again. Let him try again. Like, in other words, like, no chance. Let, let, let him have another crack at it, and Lundqvist will just stop him again. That would have been hilarious, by the way. Obviously, uh, that's not something that could actually happen. But, I mean, that's how good you felt about Henrik Lundqvist when it came to uh, shootouts and breakaways and, and penalty shots. Uh, he just wasn't going to let the guy score. So uh, that one, that moment really stands out to me, uh, coming up big in the Winter Classic, leading the Rangers back from 2 to nothing down in that game, stopping 34 or 36 shots. And then... Another game, and this is one I haven't really talked about on this podcast, but I want to take you guys back uh, about a decade here to the last game of the regular season in 2010-2011. The Rangers are basically in dire straits going into this day because they need to win their game, and then they, they played in the afternoon. They played the Devils in the afternoon, and they also needed the Tampa Bay Lightning to beat the the Carolina Hurricanes later that night. That's what they needed to have happen to make the playoffs. Unfortunately, both of those things indeed happened, and Lundqvist led the Rangers to a 5-2 win against the Devils. Comes up big. He stopped 24 of 26 shots in that game, and the Rangers were hot down the stretch that season. They had a rough February, but they really turned it on in March and April, and in their final 16 games that year, they went 11-4-1, and and man, they needed every single one of those points to get into the postseason that year. And on top of that, get this, Henrik Lundqvist started the final 26 games, the final 26 games of the regular season that year, and was in prime form. I mean, really was the main reason why the Rangers ultimately got into the postseason dance. I mean, what is the last time we've seen a goalie start 26 consecutive games? Are we ever even going to see it again? I, we might not. We, we really might not. And, you know, I haven't gone through all the the seasons here and checked every single goalie to see if somebody has started 26 straight games, but I just don't think that that's the way that teams roll these days. Even if you're in a situation like the Rangers were that year trying to make the playoffs, I don't think you're going to start your top goalie 26 straight games. I just don't see that happening. And, you know, like we said, uh, Henrik Lundqvist was in prime form and basically just spearheaded the Rangers into the postseason that year. But speaking of the postseason, we're going to get into some of his best playoff performances of all time and just offer a couple of uh, final thoughts, some interesting stats about Henrik Lundqvist and kind of just try to put a bow on this whole thing. And, you know, I get the feeling, even though this is kind of the Henrik Lundqvist show here today, I I get the feeling that we will probably talk about Henrik Lundqvist a little bit more as this offseason continues here. I mean, eventually we got to turn our attention back to the current team, but man, there's just too much good stuff about Henrik Lundqvist to contain it all to just one 30-minute episode, like I've been saying. So yeah, just a second, we're going to be going ahead and talking about some of his most clutch Stanley Cup playoff performances of all time. Just wanted to take a minute to let you guys know that today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Built Bar. It is the best tasting protein and energy bar that I have ever had. It's kind of hard to explain. You just have to experience it for yourself. It's got real chocolate, amazing flavors, and unlike a lot of other protein bars, energy bars, you don't need a gallon of water to get rid of that weird, funky aftertaste that sometimes comes with the other bars. It's just good, and it actually kind of tastes quite a bit like a candy bar. It has an amazing combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar. There are no crazy additives, and if you compare it to the most popular men's bar, Cliff, it is half the calories, seven times fewer carbs, seven times fewer sugar grams, and more protein. How can it be that good and taste that good? I don't know. You just got to try it for yourself. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. 
Today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their run to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, so like I said, I'm going to share a couple of what I believe are the most clutch performances from Henrik Lundqvist in Stanley Cup playoff history, or his Stanley Cup playoff history, as it were. And we'll also talk about some of his best saves. We're also going to get into what I think are some of the more fun slash interesting Henrik Lundqvist stats that don't really get talked about all that often. And we'll also talk a little bit about some of the lighter Henrik Lundqvist moments as well. But like I said, let's go ahead. We will start this uh, final portion of today's episode with his best playoff moment. And I hear that phrase with Henrik Lundqvist and my mind immediately goes to the three to one series comebacks in back-to-back seasons against the Pittsburgh Penguins and Washington Capitals respectively. Bottom line, without Henrik Lundqvist, those comebacks don't happen. He absolutely stood on his head in those games. Rangers had their back against the wall in back-to-back seasons. Both seasons, it came in the second round of the playoffs. You know, down 3-1 to one to the Penguins, down 3-1 to one to the Capitals. And in both instances, the Rangers rallied. Henrik Lundqvist was an absolute human cheat code. And they went on to win the series and move on to the Eastern Conference Finals in each of those seasons against quality opponents, obviously. And... Among all of those games, I think the one that really stands out the most for me is Game 7 in Pittsburgh against the Penguins. And, you know, you guys, I'm sure a lot of you remember this, but this was the season where the Rangers fell into a three-games-to-one hole, and then Marty St. Louis unexpectedly lost his mom, and the Rangers really rallied around St. Louis, and they come storming back. They win Game 5 in Pittsburgh. They win Game 6 in New York on Mother's Day, with St. Louis scoring that uh, just incredible Mother's Day goal. And then Game 7 back in Pittsburgh, the Rangers win a really tense 2-1 to game. And this was the performance of Henrik Lundqvist's career. I really think this is the best game he ever played as a New York Ranger. When you consider the quality and quantity of saves that he made in that game, when you consider everything that was on the line, and when you consider that the Rangers had a couple of defensive breakdowns in that third period there, this man was just not going to allow that puck to get by him. He was going to make sure the Rangers were on their way to uh, play the Canadians in the Eastern Conference Finals that year. And... I mean, he was just absolutely fantastic. There aren't too many hockey games that, you know, I would go back and watch in their entirety because, I mean, who's got time to do that? I mean, maybe every once in a while you could throw on a classic game, but, you know, that's one of the few where I would make an exception. I might do that tonight. I might sit down tonight. Uh, throw on Game 7 of Rangers-Penguins 2014 and just watch Henrik Lundqvist do his thing and put on an absolute show and send the Rangers on their way to the Stanley Cup Finals and ultimately the Stanley Cup Finals because they obviously beat the Canadians in the next round and then made it to the Stanley Cup Finals for the first time in 20 seasons. So, yeah, I mean, just just a, a legendary performance by Henrik Lundqvist in that Game 7 against the Penguins. If you haven't seen it, since it aired, I highly recommend at least go back and watch the highlights. You know, there's video highlights on YouTube. There's videos that are about seven or eight minutes long, and they'll show you all the good stuff. But for me, yeah, I mean, I might end up going back and watching that entire game because that's how good it was, and that's how unbelievable Henrik Lundqvist was in that game. As far as his best saves, I mean, you know, the one that I always think of right away is 
actually that same season as the one we were just talking about, 2014, you know, they beat the Penguins, they go on to play the Montreal Canadiens, and they clinch that series in game six in Madison Square Garden. They won that game one to nothing on a goal by Dominic Moore, and Lundqvist comes up with a shutout because, of course, he would do that in a big spot. But the save he made in the second period, the Canadians had a strong drive to the net, and I don't even know how to explain this, man. Like, I don't know how to explain this and do it justice. It's one of those things you should probably just look it up for yourself, but I'll do my best here. So, Canadians, it's, it's a strong drive to the net, and it looks like the puck's going in, and Lundqvist basically does like a half somersault, half cartwheel. He lets go of his stick, and the puck is looking like it's right about to flutter over the goal line and give the Canadians a one nothing lead, and Lundqvist just with his forearm, the blocker arm, his right arm, just knocks the puck out of there. And it, it was just a wild save. It's one of those things I don't think you can really teach. It just instinct takes over. And that's what we saw with Henrik Lundqvist there. Just a phenomenal save. And of course, he goes on to get the shutout. And the Rangers win a very tense one to nothing game there to, once again, punch their ticket to the Stanley Cup Finals for the first time in 20 years. I was watching a couple of videos on YouTube of, you know, Henrik Lundqvist's best saves. And uh, this was one that I kind of forgot about. But he, in an overtime game against the Penguins, and this is but by this point, the NHL had switched to three-on-three overtime. So a lot of open ice, a lot of scoring opportunities both ways. But he stopped Sidney Crosby and Chris Letang on overtime breakaways in the same game. The Crosby breakaway happened in the first 15 seconds of overtime, and the Letang breakaway happened in the last 15 seconds of overtime, and he stoned them both. We've already talked about his proficiency against the, uh, you know, the shootout attempt or the breakaway attempt or the penalty shot attempt. He was just absolutely fantastic against that in that situation. And then one other that really stood out for me, and this was, again, a situation where the Rangers had their backs against the wall. This is 2015 in the Eastern Conference Finals against the Tampa Bay Lightning, and Steven Stamkos gets a chance on the doorstep. The Lightning are down one to nothing at this point. The Lightning are leading the series three to two, and I don't know how he did this. He basically just did a split, full extension of his left pad, just a beautiful skate save to absolutely rob Steven Stamkos on the doorstep. And, of course, the Rangers went on to win that game and force a Game 7 but, you know, more than just any individual series or any individual game, there was always this feeling. Anytime the Rangers got into the playoffs, which they did far more often than not when, when Henrik Lundqvist was there, there was always just kind of this feeling that no matter what the matchup was, even if the Rangers were going up against a team that was much better than they were, was at least perceived to be much better than they were, there was always this feeling, at least for me as a Ranger fan, that, well, that's cool, but guess what? We've got Henrik Lundqvist, and you don't. And that means the Rangers have a chance in this series. Just having him in net was so reassuring, and it really made you believe that the Rangers could, and perhaps even would, beat any team in the NHL. The Rangers, throughout the Henrik Lundqvist era, in basically every playoff series that they ever competed in, had the advantage in goal. There were very few times where the opposition had somebody that could even hold a candle to Henrik Lundqvist. And... You guys saw the result. There were a couple of upsets that the Rangers had in the playoffs, at least if you go by the seating. I mean, technically, they upset the Penguins and the Canadians in games in uh, the 2014 Stanley Cup playoff run. And they, as a six-seed one year, beat the three-seeded Capitals. They, as a five-seed, beat the four-seeded Devils. There were a couple other examples along the way. I mean, they swept the three-seeded Thrashers. That was very early in Henrik Lundqvist's tenure. But it always just made you feel like with Henrik Lundqvist there, we got a shot to knock off this team, uh, you know, whoever the Rangers were playing in any given round in the playoffs. He was just very reassuring in that way. And we've talked about before on this podcast how important good goaltending is in the playoffs. And the Rangers always had that covered during the Henrik Lundqvist era. 
Anyway, we're about 26 minutes into this episode, and we haven't even mentioned any of Henrik Lundqvist's career stats yet. I threw the one stat at you guys a little bit earlier in the episode, but for the most part, we're just reminiscing about all the fun we had watching Henrik Lundqvist all the time he came up big for this franchise. And you know that somebody did something right when you can talk about their entire career and not even really have to reference their stats. As far as like his career goals against average, his career playoff save percentage. You guys can look all that stuff up. I believe we've talked about those stats at times uh, in the past when we've talked about Henrik Lundqvist on this podcast, but a couple of just random stats that kind of caught my eye. They don't get talked about as much as some other of Henrik Lundqvist's stats, so I just want to throw at least a couple of these at you guys right here, right now, some of the ones that are a little bit more under the radar. He is the only goalie in NHL history to record 30 wins in each of his first seven seasons. First goalie with 11 straight 20 win seasons, and he became overall the 15th goalie to have won at least 20 games in a season on 11 separate occasions. Most shutouts by a goalie at Madison Square Garden. The Ranger Club record for games played in a single season was 73. That was the 2009-2010 season. Most career wins by a New York Ranger goalie at 449. The fastest goalie to record 400 wins in NHL history. The most shutouts with 64 by a Ranger goaltender of all time. Most career playoff wins by a Ranger goalie at 61. Most consecutive Game 7 wins, and that's how you know he was clutch. Six consecutive Game 7 wins for Henrik Lundqvist. And this is a fun one, too. This happened in 2018. Henrik Lundqvist became the first goalie in NHL history with consecutive 50-plus save victories. And, you know, the one thing, the elephant in the room, the thing that we haven't really talked about as of now is the fact that Stan- that uh, Henrik Lundqvist did not win a Stanley Cup. That is indeed true. Uh, he did win an Olympic gold medal. He won the gold back with Sweden back in 2006. And I won't say that it's harder to win an Olympic gold medal, uh, but you do get fewer chances at it just by the very nature of the Olympics. They only come once every four years, and he got himself a gold medal. And listen, even though Lundqvist didn't get to lift the Stanley Cup with the New York Rangers. He gave his all to this team, to this city, to this franchise. He left every ounce of himself, every ounce of his blood, sweat, and tears on that ice. The cold, hard reality of life and of the NHL is that not every great player, not every slam dunk Hall of Fame player gets to be a Stanley Cup champion. And unfortunately, it's the one thing missing from just this incredible resume that Henrik Lundqvist put together over his 15-year NHL career. It's unfortunate. It's one of those things, you know, it's tough. You really wish that Henrik Lundqvist, one way or another, would have gotten a Stanley Cup before it was all said and done. But I think he can hang his head high knowing that he was just a massive career overachiever when you consider he was a seventh-round draft pick and the best player on that Ranger team year in and year out for pretty much the entire 15 years. I mean, I would say just about every single season he was here, he was the best player on the team. And all those deep playoff runs that the Rangers had, they probably don't even get that far without Henrik Lundqvist. In fact, in in some of those instances, I know they wouldn't have gotten that far without Henrik Lundqvist. And I thought, you know, one other thing, two other things we could talk about. First of all, just a class act all the way. I mean, he does incredible work with the Henrik Lundqvist Foundation. I think at some point I'm going to see if I can get somebody who works with the Henrik Lundqvist Foundation to be on the show. I'll even try Hank himself. I mean, you never know. I get the feeling right now he's looking to step away from all the noise and just kind of enjoy the uh, first few days of his retirement here with his family. I don't know that for sure, but I could only assume, you know, after being a professional athlete for 15 years, you're probably going to want to enjoy a little bit of downtime when it all winds up. I would assume Henrik Lundqvist is probably the same there. I mean, who knows? I don't know that for sure. But, you know, the other thing I want to do, I thought we could kind of close with this, some of the lighter moments from Henrik Lundqvist's career. And there was one that happened in the middle of the Stanley Cup playoffs. We've already talked about that 
crazy series with the Penguins in 2014 and everything that happened there. But toward the end of game six, the Penguins, it was looking like they were going to lose. They were down three to one late in the game. And there's a big skirmish. You know, Sidney Crosby is throwing a fit because, of course, that's what he's doing. That's just kind of what he does. And, you know, causing all kinds of problems. There's a big wrestling match, a big scrum among the Rangers and the Penguins. But as Lundqvist is walking by, he very just nonchalantly, he's got his water bottle and just squirts Crosby with the water bottle. And he ended up getting fined $5,000 for it. But I'd say that's money well spent if you're Henrik Lundqvist. And um, one other that I remember, and I'll be honest, I probably wouldn't remember this one as much as I do were it not for the fact that I was actually at this game. But I was at a game with my dad. Uh, I don't know what year this was. It, probably about 10 years ago. But yeah, we're there, we're watching the game, and the Rangers are beating the Flyers 3-1 to one in the final seconds. You know, you're getting down to like 30 seconds, 20 seconds remaining. The puck goes on net, and Lundqvist knocks it down and tries to shoot the puck down the, the rink. And I definitely get the feeling he was trying to go for an empty net goal there. He saw his opportunity, his eyes lit up, and he tried to score. And unfortunately, what happened was the Flyers knocked the puck down, and they scored to cut the Rangers lead to 3-2. to But there were only about 15 seconds remaining in the game. And I get the feeling that if the Rangers had a one-goal lead, Lundqvist may not have been so aggressive on this play, you know, looking to put the puck toward the empty net. But, you know, the game wraps up. They do the three stars, all that good stuff. Me and my dad are getting ready to leave. And then we, you know, we stop for a second because we see that Lundqvist is being interviewed, uh, presumably like in the tunnel there. And the interview is being played on the big screen at Madison Square Garden. And I don't remember the exact words, but the interviewer, you know, I'm paraphrasing here, but he basically asked Henrik Lundqvist, Hank, were you going for the empty net there? And Lundqvist, you know, he pauses for just a second and then he goes, maybe. And I don't know. I just thought that was a really funny moment. You know, Henrik Lundqvist, uh, kind of shot his shot, as the kids would say, uh, looking for his first empty net goal there of his career. But but just kind of a funny moment that I'll always remember being at the game that night. And if you guys have any favorite Henrik Lundqvist moments, you know, favorite performances, favorite saves, whatever it might be, definitely feel free to uh, email me or DM me on Twitter and let me know about it, and I can read those favorite memories that you might have on the air. So definitely feel free to reach out and do that. Um, and again, you know, what else can you say? The guy's an absolute legend. And I think the Rangers probably said it best in their statement. Henrik Lundqvist will always be a New York Ranger. And I feel that way as well. And, you know, it is a little bit bittersweet today knowing that his career is over. But he's got nothing to hang his head about. He went out there and just wore his heart on his sleeve and stood on his head and was the best player on the New York Rangers for many, 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 many seasons. And so... We will very likely end up talking about Henrik Lundqvist again at some point down the road here. I mean, again, there's just too much to uh, to get into a 30-minute episode of Locked On here. So, you know, we've talked about Lundqvist in the past. We'll talk about him some more in the future. Just an absolute legend of the game of hockey. What else is there to say? So that's going to pretty much do it for today, guys. Once again, if you'd like to get in touch with this podcast, please send an email to LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Once again, that is LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Definitely give us a follow on Twitter as well, at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Once again, that is at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Thanks again, guys. I'll see you next time. Betting on the NHL doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts.